Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Future Forward Sales Podcast. I'm your host, Lynn, and today I'm joined by my wonderful guest, Jim Anderson. Today, we're going to be talking about the 10 biggest tax mistakes that could cost you your business. Wow, that is a very critical conversation to be having. And I want to tell you a little bit about Jim. He is an experienced small business founder, CEO, CFO, CEO, COO, all the O's, an ordained minister and worship leader. So Jim's trademark is his creativity in problem solving and the arts. I mean, that, that's phenomenal. And as imperfect as he is, his mission in life is to serve God in everything he does, take care of his family, as well as expand the kingdom of God. He's written and published the book, The Apocalypse is Coming, Seven Signs of Biblical End Times Today That Bring You Hope. And it's available on Amazon.com and Audible Books. So Jim advises seven-figure profitable small business owners in tax and financial strategies, and he does so from a biblical perspective. So this is going to be really a fabulous conversation, Jim. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Well, we are thrilled. And I, before we dive into this topic, if any of our listeners are joining us for the first time, make sure you don't miss a single episode by subscribing to our Future Forward Sales podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're there, if you could, we would certainly appreciate it if you would click all five stars for your review. Okay, so Jim, let's get right into this. I would right. love to hear how you inspired, um, well, what inspired you, I should say, to get started helping people and to really make a difference in their tax strategy. Well, it was basically seeing the need that uh, small business owners had with their finances uh, when I had my business. Um, I've been I've been cleaning up books for many many years for small business owners now, and I realized that the vast majority of small businesses don't prioritize keeping clean books, and uh, you know they'll do something like hire an administrative assistant to to put them in, and put them in front of a computer with uh, uh, QuickBooks and uh, expect them to keep accurate records of their financial activity. And what happens is after a number of years, the owner decides, hey, I'm trying to grow my business. I need to get a bank loan or or they get a letter from the IRS notifying that they're going to get audited and the owner panics. <laughs> and, you know, their financial statements are a mess and, you know, what I call poor stewardship. But I found that it was needed and I wanted to help them. So I have a heart for small businesses. Um, I, I worked with a dentist once that had 20 locations and he was doing about $23 million a year and his CPA would download bank transactions to get financials for his tax returns every year. He had about 500 employees and working at, uh, he had 500 employees that were working at, at corporate headquarters and plus all of these locations and uh, they were all depending on him, yet he had no reliable way of determining what the financial condition of his company was. Huh. So he had, he had uh, his CPA though, was making a killing because yeah. <laughs> he had 
20 different legal entities and she was filing a tax return on each one of them. So you can imagine the fees she was making. Right. <laughs> and she would ask, you know, to answer his questions about his business in ways that would be the answers that he wanted to hear. Um, and, you know, when I went there, I had to build an accounting department. He had nothing. I had yeah. to build it from scratch. And, be, and he kept no records. Can you believe that? Nothing. <laughs> I, no, I, Everything got thrown away. And because what? he didn't have, he said because he didn't have space to keep all that paper. And if he had been audited by the IRS, boy, he would have been in deep trouble. And it could have put him out of business. Oh, yeah. And so that's the kind of situation that I'm looking at. Yeah, that that's really surprising, and especially the the fact of no documentation. Of course, we did used to live in a world where the documentation was on paper, um, mm. but even as we went through the transition, um, there were ways that you could, you know, OCR scan things to get them yeah. into right. a digital format. And of course, as time goes by, you don't need, you know, you know, ancient records anymore, right? I mean, no. I still. I still hate throwing. I mean, I still yeah. I have this ten a decade rule, even though I know I don't need them for a decade. It's like, well, just in case. <laughs> so I'd love to hear more about how you do what you do, and um, if you have a specific process that you follow. Well, it's really it's pretty simple. All I need to do is get the business owner's latest business tax returns and personal tax returns and uh, set up an hour to meet with them to learn more about their business and about their personal tax situation. And so I can discover opportunities that might not be readily apparent for saving taxes. And once I have that meeting, I can give them an estimate of what I can save them on their next year's tax return and going forward. You know, once, they, once we have this in place, uh, they, they're gonna save this money every year. There are some things that might not be every single year and maybe just the first year, but most of them are every single year. Right. Um, and if they're inter interested in getting those tax savings uh, after we talk about that a bit, then I'll put together a tax plan for them, a written tax plan. And uh, I will help them implement what's in that plan. And, uh, you know, of course, I don't I'm, I'm not, you know, omnipotent, so I can't do everything so i do have professionals in my network that can help implement some of these more complex strategies um but there are a lot that i can do and i will help them implement those uh and work with those professionals we can even work with their cpa and yeah. uh i i'll also put them on a tax plan a uh, tax maintenance plan so i will continue to work with them yeah. And so does it go beyond um, the taxes? I mean, in the sense that if you see other um, uh, gaps or areas of frictions or shortfalls within their accounting department, are you able to bring that forward um, to the business owners so that yeah. it can be? OK, great. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that this is um, a way that I can have a good impact on their business to start with. But I really am looking to build a relationship and get to know them. Uh, and and help them with the financial side of their business, become a resource for them to help them grow their revenue, their gross margins, and uh, you know to help them continue to develop uh, greater tax savings. 
especially as things are always changing in the tax arena, there yeah. are other areas that might develop for them. Uh, and my goal is to be their resource and, you know, so they can easily just, you know, contact me and have me on tap to, uh, to, to help them solve financial issues. Yeah. Well, and that is so important and you're right. Um, it's ever, ever evolving and changing yeah. uh, rules that we work with and also their own business um, is evolving and changing. So right. it's curious to me um, when, how you, when you went, you got started doing this, was there anything that you felt was a stumbling block that you had to figure out or overcome uh, to be really successful at what you're doing now? Yeah, and that's interesting you asked that because and when I had my first business, I relied heavily on my CPA to help me get my money decisions right in the business. Big mistake. Okay. Because I had bought into the belief um, that that uh, this industry does something that they don't do. And I think it's an industry that's convinced the public that they do something that they don't really do. First, that would be that they would help you make the right decisions as a business owner uh, in terms of your money by uh, looking at your financial reports and being able to give you advice. There may be some out there that do that, but the advice that I got was from a compliance mindset, right? Uh, not a business growth mindset. And second, and this is probably the biggest piece, my CPA would make sure that I, I thought that my CPA would make sure that I paid the least amount of taxes possible. No, that, uh, you know, she I thought she was a tax expert, you know, and that she would make sure I was paying as little as possible, but she uh, made her tax plan planning at the end of the year, like we'd meet in November, was really just a projection. You know, this is how much taxes it looks like you're going to, oh, maybe you can buy some equipment or something to reduce the, you know, that, that was the extent of the tax planning. Okay. Um, you know, it's most people believe that CPOs, CPAs and tax pros do more than just, uh, they, they're really uh, just tax return factories. They make a lot of money during tax season and their their goal is to get as many tax tax returns done before the deadline so they're not taking time to sit there and analyze those returns right right i mean that's a really good point and so when you've worked with your clients what have you um revealed is some some of the things that hold them back um and you know some of maybe some of this mindset that you know, well, the, oh no, they got a CPA. Their CPA is doing what they need to be doing. Not to put words well, in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, uh, there's a there's another thing that holds the business owners back. That's is it's that they don't think that this is an urgent issue. Okay. Um, they, you know, tax planning has got to happen now. Every day that you wait, it's costing you money because it could be, you know, it can involve the way that you're cash is flowing through your company. It could be involved in the way that you're paying yourself. It could be involved in your legal structure. That can affect how your money is, is flowing and how it's going to be taxed. Um, and if you haven't fixed that, it's going to be uh, already wrong if you're trying to change it at the end of the year. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, these are time sensitive things. That's one of the big 
you know, more internal things that I think, you know, beyond the belief that, you know, their CPA is actually fixing everything for them on their taxes. Um, they're just prioritizing, you know, the, a lot of business owners are salespeople b before there are accountants. Otherwise, they would not be so successful in business creating sales. <laughs> so I understand that. And it's a good priority to be making sales. But if you're increasing your revenue and you keep increasing your revenue, the IRS, who is your secret partner in your business, and they want their fair share, uh, they're going to keep making sure that they get the maximum amount. And if you're working harder and harder and harder to get more and more money, more sales, your taxes are going up and you're getting into higher and higher brackets, you're making less and less money. And so that's got to, you know, you've got to pay attention to that. You got to keep more of what you're making. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's very profound in the sense of, of paying attention to something that's so critical and so obvious. And yet so many people yeah. completely overlook it and they only think about it when it's tax time and they're gathering all their documents and making sure they, you know, file this on time and that on time. Right. And they get things yeah. to the appropriate people. So this ends up. Yeah. Tens of thousands of dollars. I mean, the average small business owner is twenty, thirty thousand dollars money wasted every year on taxes that they don't have to pay. And IRS, nobody is saying, hey, pay attention to this. It's their responsibility to figure that out. So unless you're paying a tax planner to tell you what that is, nobody's going to tell you about it. Right. Right. Wow. I mean, that's really powerful. I mean, think about how many businesses, what that would add to the bottom line uh, yeah, if absolutely. they were able to put that money back into their budgets. So, right. you know, for our listeners who are tuning in, um, you know, and here we are at the close of the year, um, what should they do next? I mean, what's the next thing that they should be on top of after listening to you today? Well, the one thing it's missing and, you know, what is what is one of the biggest mistakes that that uh, uh business owners are making is they're not planning their taxes right. and so what's missing is a tax planner so they want to act now on getting the you know reclaiming the that uh twenty thousand thirty thousand dollars or more that they're wasting every year then they should give me they should contact me and set up a business analysis call All and right. uh you know, that's it at my website at psalmtreecfo.com. It's psalmtree as in the Bible book, Psalms, psalmtree CFO. Absolutely. And of course, we're going to make sure that we include that link down below for everyone. And um, you stole my thunder right there, Jim, because I was, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's so wonderful because I was just about to go there because I wanted to thank you for sharing the 10 biggest tax mistakes that could cost you your business are talking about that. And I know that you're going to be sharing a whole lot more on this topic at the Money Maximizer Summit that's coming up in early January. So for all of our listeners, um, especially those subscribers, um, you'll be able to get some more information on that. And Jim, thank you so much. It's been such an informative discussion and um, the ideas that you had, I really appreciate it on uh, what you've shared. And for our audience out there, if you have comments that you'd like to make, you can leave them right down below. You can also email us at jointtheconversation at petitequeen.com if you have any suggestions 
or um, for topics or areas of discussions or specific questions that you have. And of course, to stay current on all of our insightful advice, the breakthrough advantage, these incredible episodes that we have, you can subscribe to our weekly wisdoms newsletter at petitedequeen.com. And you will certainly be hearing about the Money Maximizer Summit if you do that so that you can hear Jim and dig in a little deeper on his 10 biggest tips that he's going to be able to share with you. So thank you everyone who joined us and tuned in. And Jim, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been fun. All right. Bye, everyone.